I, I, I need to do that. You I, do. You really have I, to. When I pop open Premiere Pro later and marry my video it's, and audio, that saves you time. It, it does, saves what, you a lot of fucking time. It saves you a lot of fucking time. It does. Can we not swear? Sure. Can we? Can we be respectable yeah, let's, adults? Let's be clean. I'll try. Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right. It is Carcon Carne. Before we begin. I want to mention, it's hot out. It's hot out, Mike Vinopoulos. It's hot Ooh. in the city of Chicago. How hot is it? I'll tell you how hot. We are all running our fans, running our air conditioning around the clock, just trying to not sweat every time we just walk from the living room to the bedroom. <laughs> There's a solution. There's a solution, Mike. There's a solution, Alex. The solution is by going solar. Solar. Sopel Solar. S-O-P-E-L. Solar.com. My guy, Brent Sopel, former Chicago Blackhawk, Stanley Cup winner. Brent Sopel, he is going to help you. On your journey into solar, it costs nothing out of pocket. And with tax incentives now between the state and the federal government, you can save a stink load of money. Costs nothing for the consultation. This could be a finance-changing move. SopelSolar.com It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Look at that. It's uh, Michelle. She's, uh, I told her you were where you were. There she goes. <laughs> there she comes. She, she might have texted me just now. Did she just walk straight past Kildare? Yeah, I'm going to call her. Okay. Let's call her up. <laughs> Come on. There we go. Or she's being recorded. She, uh, yeah. If she if <laughs> she should, actually picks up, I should tell her. It's a good point. Hello. Hey, uh, we just saw you walk past. Uh, it is recording currently, so if you don't want to say anything ridiculous, tell her but we're on Kildare, but he switched sides on you, so we're on the YMCA side, just oh. south of the intersection. So Kildare. Uh, yeah, I, you just crossed over the intersection, right? So like, yeah. uh, turn around and like walk away from the subway, Dunkin' Donuts. It's a good rule for life. We can flash some lights or something. <laughs> I can wave out the window. Walk away from the subway. <laughs> walk away from the subway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see ya. I see ya. All right. Why can't I see you guys? We're, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like. Flashing the lights. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's hard to get in on your side. Here comes the food. Here comes the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Michelle. Wait, hang on. Oh, my God. Ah. Michelle, how are you? Thanks Good. For, thanks for doing this. I know oh, you're, you're crazy man. busy. All right, no, Michelle, no, I'm excited. Can I get you to move a little bit to... Oh, you're fine. I just lost Alex. It's me. Okay. Sorry, Alex. There she is. Girls okay. in the back. Yeah, how did it's that happen? <laughs> Girls in the back and boys in the front. Yeah, because we're, we're gonna part. We're gonna party back here. Because she, she said where the cool okay. people sit. She said, "I, I want to." Okay. <laughs> yeah, she said, don't, "Don't do this to me." Yeah. Before we started recording, I said, "This is gonna look weird if it's two dudes in the front, two we women told, in the we back." We did it's talk be, about it. It's gonna be shitty optics. I knew that. I knew it going into it. Michelle gets in the car. Here we are. It's bad optics. But I, I was like, "Nah, we want to be in the back." 
Totally. I'll, I'll be fine. I don't want any responsibility. So there we go. Let's That's, do it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking Holy <laughs> So I should, at this point, tell everyone who you all are because we're, we're already into the podcast. That sounds good. This is Carson Halfway Carney. to Indiana already. Like, yes, what's going on? You guys are right. up on the side of the road. I hope you guys like Fort Wayne. This is Carcon Carney. I'm James Van Ossel. To my right is Mike Vinopel. He, a musician, a mental health advocate, uh, an all-around fantastic dude. Uh, his bands, Local Motive, Bad Candy. We'll be talking about those. In the back seat, to Mike's left, directly behind me, we have Alex, who's also... Is she in both bands with you? She is. Correct. Yeah. My, you two keep busy. Okay, Alex is also in Local Motive and Bad Candy. Again, we're going to talk about both bands. Now, to my right and in the back, we have Michelle, owner of Eris, E-R-I-S, in Old Irving. Just about, I, I'm sure, you know, statistically speaking, there, there may be cooler places in the world. I don't know what, what they are. I don't know what they are. You walk into Eris. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the coolest place. Damn you straight. Possibly walk into. It is. This is true. The first woman-owned brewery. Yes. Yes. In the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago. Yes. Which is so Woo! badass and amazing. So exciting. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, and of course, the menu, the, the the cider menu. You have your own beers. The food menu is spectacular. We're going to eat some food from Eris tonight. Uh, when did you open? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. February. In the cold dead of winter. <laughs> Groundhog's Day. I feel like every day is the same. I wake up, I go right back to it. So, yes. <laughs> so, tell me, tell us what this building was, because there's nothing like it as far as breweries go. Ah, uh, no, you're absolutely right. So, it's a Masonic temple. It started out as a Masonic temple in 1910, and then for about, I would say, almost 60 years, it was a Masonic temple, where it was also a community gathering. So, not only did the Masons live there and work there and work out of there, we had this Women's Chicago Society uh, group meet there. We had other different um, local hangouts. So when I talk about that, I kind of mean like breakfasts and political things and gatherings there. So And then in the late 60s, early 70s, the Korean church bought it. So it was a Presbyterian, Presbyterian church for the Koreans. What? That's yeah. the history. I didn't know that part of it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So 1910 Masonic. 1970s Korean church, 2015, owned by two crazy women, uh, and then calling it Eris, the goddess of chaos. So, yes. <laughs> I, that is such a Chicago architecture story, like the, the, the history of how, what that was and what it is now. And now, I mean, we're recording this on a Thursday night. The outdoor area just hopping when I walked up. I totally. Mean, yeah, we got our second bump. Like, <laughs> you guys are like, hey, we're going to record at 745. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. I could totally make it then. And boom, we got hit again at the sunset. So so do we need to talk fast? No, okay. I just needed you guys to wait a little bit longer. So okay. now we're good. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, it all balances out. All right, so I, I love doing shows like this where it's guests who are from different walks of life. You know, musician, restaurateur, brewery owner. Like, I, I like the, the cross-pollination. But that said, we're going to jump all over the place. Tonight. I hope that's okay yeah, with you. And and in the spirit of not, uh, I just want to say, didn't you guys win an award for like repurposing a historical landmark? Yeah, um, Open House Chicago, and we did win a restoring of the building. Yes, so we're very lucky. We've actually done it twice now, where um, we won the award. We also have a geothermal that I don't even speak what? about um, because we don't know enough information <laughs> about it. So, but yeah, we're very, very much a very beautiful building that won awards, and we. 
We love it. So we have like three phases of Eris. It's got the building itself. You've got the cider making. You've got the brewery itself, restaurant. And then, of course, we call the patio just a whole nother experience. <laughs> it is. So if I were to record this all over, just start from scratch, the award-winning Eris. Yes. That's and in many ways, too. We just got our awards uh, for our cider. And we won a gold this year. We've never oh, won a gold. Gold, gold medal. Gold bump medal. Boom. Oh, Best man. in show out of 127 entries. So our berry mint. Congratulations. Berry mint. That's Fresh the first mint thing I ordered with strawberries. when I yes. walked in the door. Mike, that's exactly what you had today. Oh, wow. So gold medal. Again, we're going to talk about the bands. <laughs> but since we're on the topic of cider, what led you to open a cidery like to go in that direction as opposed to a brewery or was that that market already overcrowded when you um i feel like it was a little overcrowded i spent 10 years of my life with goose island three years of my life with revolution and a mix of goose island people there because we gathered together to open up revolution and then i went back to virtue cider so goose island again and i just fell in love with it i mean it's clean it's from the tree it's apples it's just juice you're not adding any grain no carbs no gluten um I, I fell in love with it. There's only four different cider houses in the city of Chicago, and I love beer, but I just think that like there are so many great beer makers in the city, and I wanted to be different. Yeah. I wanted to be different. You did it. And Eris is different. Yeah. yeah, we're the only ones to be able to get this uh, brew pub license with a manufacturing license because we kept saying, you gave it to three other people, why can't we have it now that we asked for it both? So we kept breaking the barriers on trying to get this building up and get our cider going and get our beer going. So cider to me is just, it's just delicious. It doesn't fill me up. Yeah. It's got vitamin E, vitamin D, and alcohol. Come on. That's just <laughs> it. It doesn't make you bloated. It's true. And, <laughs> and I got to tell you, Alex Subak sitting there back left holding it down was like so pumped when I told her that we were coming here. I was pumped. Yeah, I am, yeah, I'm, was, I'm geeked the out. The email that you I'm sent me back out. as soon as I told you Michelle was in was was the best it just i just it gave me uh, one of those extra big smiles for the day which that's not nothing man so uh it was awesome it, for you to be like i've never been there this is a perfect location yeah. like i was like <laughs> i just got location. that email from jvo thank, you. Well, thank you oh my gosh that's even better mm-hmm. yes wow wait, wait say it again yes. alex what was that what did you just say i said i used to serve eris cider um back when i worked at kuma's before the pandemic oh, nice mm-hmm. yes so yeah i this is the most chicago podcast i've done <laughs> right all year i mean, just all the all here the we are yeah i mean let me tell you my general manager left to go get a better job at kuma's also so eris <laughs> really? is all over the place yes wendy she was my general manager and they gave her an offer she couldn't refuse i'm like sister do what you need to do but yeah, we got little ties here all over the place. Yeah. I love it. All right, so let's talk music. Let's eat food. What, let, yeah. We have, um, so this is, what do you call your appetizer menu? Michelle? Our first bites. First bites. Mm-hmm. First bites. Shit. Let's that. say you peek at this. Yeah, this is the unboxing. Yeah, the unboxing. <laughs> here we go. The unboxing. Nom, 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 Dang. Now yeah. those would be our cauliflower wings. Uh-huh. Yes, oh, they smell good. amazing. So the sesame seeds are on there. Is this so? As far as like the wing flavoring, is this more of like a Korean? Yes, it's definitely a oh, Korean. Oh, yep, man. Korean style barbecue, or, I suppose, oh, or Korean style buffalo. Excuse me. So yes, you're gonna have the smoked cauliflower that we do in house. Hosts first. Oh, thank you. Look at you this. Want, oh, it's. You I can grab that. Yes. Grab one of those. I think this is what I smelled the second. Mich- Michelle, you are you like? I'm gonna have a little yeah, if you don't mind. For sure. Oh, great. Ah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Oh man. Oh mm. my god, here it goes. So good. Mmm. Think about that Korean wing flavoring. Mm-hmm. It starts subtle and then it just kicks you in the balls. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh my god. It's nice like a slow mm. slow build though. There's it's like sweetness to it too. It's like you're listening to a full album side and you're not like you're not just gonna like go to 11 right away you're gonna when did cauliflower become the go-to vegetable i don't it, know it, it's, it's most, very versatile about three most, years ago i feel like or four years right before would you oh, like definitely another, going another, oh yeah you still do it's it. so good probably right eat? before covid that's mm-hmm. what i think i'm good right now still got one i took a double piece so i'd imagine these do pretty well for you oh yeah so with a mouthful um <laughs> they are vegan and they're mm. gluten-free and people who never even thought they would eat vegan food are like, this is my favorite item, and now you're telling me it's vegan? I'm oh, like, yep. So oh, I, I could binge this. So yeah, easily. definitely. I could eat a bucket of this. Heck yeah. Um, th- this last one's kind of large. I feel kind of, I feel like. Do kinda, it. Feels, feels Do a little it. Do it. I am a large man, I guess. I'm going to start chanting just like if you're in the band. <laughs> Do, Do it. it. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Thank Do you. Thank you. Thank you. One more bite. One more bite. Yeah, we've been to some rock shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be here, Chicago. <laughs> oh, those are the, the flavor. Oh, damn. The, the sweet and the heat. Mm. That's that's fantastic. Now, the most important question I'm going to ask: Are there napkins in the back? That's a oh, little really crap. I wonder. <laughs> I would that would show our customer service. Please get the napkins. Hold on. I have I have baby wipes in the trunk. If need me. I've got Let me oh. make sure this is closed and I don't dump any sauce in your in your car. If we don't have those in there, I want to edit this uh, podcast right now. <laughs> or we can just wipe it on our pan. Um, yes. Yeah, you know what? If you're at a show or a festival outdoors, Come I'm going to be wiping it on the bottom of my pants. We got, we got a show. paper bag. You want me to tear off some bags? We got pants. I've got my fine. interview notes. Heck We're yeah. good. I got shoes. We can tear off some bags. Yeah. We just want to shake hands afterwards. Yeah, we'll just sticky. We can elbow bump. That's what we do yeah, during COVID. Like just tear like off, tear off some bag. That's what you do. <laughs> All right, so Locomotive, new album on the way, yes? Yeah, Correct. should I put the crinkly bag? Uh, here. I'm going to keep keep crinkling it right we'll by the mic. We'll just crinkle it right in the microphone. <laughs> Perfect. You're an audiophile. All right. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Somebody record sorry, that and uh, use it later. What was, what was your question? Uh, slice of Life? <laughs> yeah, so Slice of Life is going to be the... Uh, next full length from Locomotive. We put out two singles already, um, right on Memorial Day, because that was like uh, important to me, like to release it. And then um, while we were recording, we lost my grandpa like the previous November. So yeah. the like artwork and everything about these songs that we selected from the collection um, was just kind of like these two are about like this first phase, which is kind of like exploring gl- like grief. And like all of its forms, like the career, the uh, the people you actually lose, the things that you used to go and do and not worry about, like COVID. You know, like there's a lot of grief to process. So it seemed most appropriate for those to be like the first chapter. So okay, so the first two singles are supposed to be and naive, and uh, they're both like really songs that have been in the band but then kind of evolved in their meaning um like because we started recording them before the pandemic and then we finished them after so it's well, supposed to be is an up-tempo song compared to naive it's up-tempo 
Yeah, it's definitely up tempo. And then you got the refrain, which is one of those cool juxtapositions where it's like, ooh, I think that line is like almost too sad for this happy bounce, but like it it keeps repeating, are you happy to be free now or are you sad to be alone? Because um, like when you leave a relationship is how it like was first kind of conceived, you kind of have those thoughts. You're like, oh, like I'm optimistic about what lies ahead but I'm like forlorn and kind of grieving what was and then like when we played it at Navy Pier in the summer of 2020 while we were like wearing masks on stage because everybody was still kind of like scared well, like yeah. we didn't know shit yet or stuff excuse me we just uh I, I was just kidding about the profanity it's okay you, you know <laughs> thank goodness yeah. ultimately like, uh... ultimately it's just like you sing those same words and you think they mean one thing and then you look out at this group of people that just happen to be at your show at navy pier in the summer of 2020 mm-hmm. and it has like this haunting kind of yeah switch in me a little added resonance yeah i was like oh yeah like i've been in the house for several months and haven't seen people well Am sonically I to I, be free now you know <laughs> I, I love what you do on this song this sounds to me you, you strike me mike as someone who's a, a a student or just a fan of music. I mean, I listen to this song and it, it sounds like someone who's weaned on Stax and Motown records. Oh man, I love I love Motown more than anything. Like most commonly if people ask me what the band sounds like, I'm like, ah, talking heads mixed with Motown. Like I just really mm-hmm. want There's your elevator pitch right yeah, there. I'm Sold. Yeah. Done. I'm in, I'm in the tank. I'm, I'm good. Like <laughs> cuz even you can even hear Motown influencing a band as different as talking heads you know oh yeah um and, and i love talking heads it just permeates everything that mm-hmm. that butt shaking uh smile popping like thing that motown was able to really uh like define for me anyway um so i appreciate that more than you know so naive again the, the horns are there it grabs your attention right away with the horns this song, I mean, just superficially listening to it before we started talking, it just sounds like, okay, Mike's bad at relationships. <laughs> right? <laughs> they do have, like, these, like, uh, their nascent versions were about broken hearts and relationships and, like, just sucking <laughs> at relationships. Isn't that so, every musician, It's not completely though? wrong, Isn't yeah. That well, it's like you process the things that you don't have words for, right? And then, Do you uh, need a hug? <laughs> I always need a hug, man. I feel like everybody needs great. a hug after Every- these last two years, but everyone's afraid <laughs> to give them. Yeah, so, like awkward, you know, I do uh, like the asking. <laughs> it's good to ask. It's good to ask, especially nowadays. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the song Naive is uh, is something that was written, like, almost a decade before. We almost oh, really? called the album A Decade in Decay instead of A, a Slice of Life because so much has happened in... Uh, you know 10 years time that it's almost like multiple lives were lived you know and then uh it just seemed too dark and like a metal album decade in decay yeah i want to say like motley Crue did a (laughs) compilation or someone did a compilation like that i Uh, think it was a decade of steely dan that you're thinking of oh yeah (laughs) great collection of greatest hits I do love how you went one extreme to the other. Yeah. Like, there is no middle ground <laughs> in those two names. It you want to like go Steely Dan? You want to talk Gaucho? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, go. Let's talk Time Out of Mind. Let's do it. But, yeah, like, Naive is just uh, another thing that was just, like, it was about a relationship. It was about something superficial like that. But then losing Grandpa and hearing those words, please don't leave my life forever, as the refrain, uh, 
our engineer at the time when we were finishing mixing on it lost his grandpa it was very eerie oh my lord yeah and i was like i'm not gonna have you sit here and mix this song that says that when i've been through what i've been through and now you're going through it like i was like let's do it in a month you know <laughs> so yeah we did and uh the song just means that much more to me because there's a little cardinal i worked into the artwork that's like supposed to represent all of that like the grandpas that anybody lost you know so what an amazing story and before we move off that topic we should salute alex's vocals on that track hell yeah Aww. yeah uh I, mean, I think they really helped make the song yeah alex has always been like uh 100 like uh someone that i wanted to get into this band and over the last couple of years um she's like so much um like the spirit of our original vocalist daniela rojas um it's like eerie at times um what was it like um for you because i think um it's more important that you kind of talk about your your role on that song i mean it's uh it's so interesting mike and i have known each other for a very long time uh maybe what a decade almost or yeah i've been back in chicago like 12 years now and uh we met right around the 2010 when i saw you at on common ground up in Rogers Park yes. playing as a duo with a cello player and yeah. you just like knocked me on the ground I was like Jesus and, and we this? felt the same we felt the same about Mike and so we started doing shows together so anyway the what was it like to record that song and be in that song it was amazing it's been so cool for me as a super fan of Locomotive who had been to I don't know how many times I'd seen them play but House of Blues like all these different shows and and then like he kept like, I'm always f just famously too busy. And he kept being like, come on, come on, come on, do it, do it, do it. So anyway, I, it was, it's such an amazing song to sing on because I think like a lot of the old school local motive songs have a little bit more of the like funk and soul. And uh, this one has like a little bit of like heart wrenching, like <laughs> almost jazz or like bossa nova or something like that and it was really fun for me to sing because i kind of uh have done some of that before with the cellist and then with uh, with my friend ira who's the wonderful cello player um so yeah it was it was wonderful and i just i always loved mike's lyrics so um of course like when when he lost his grandpa um that was like meaningful for everyone in the band we really like got hit hard with him and it was like it is it is always interesting to see how the songs evolve so yeah it was it was wonderful to record it felt really meaningful this is a terrible transition coming out of that <laughs> but should we open the cheese curds cheese now? curds when whenever you're talking about sad things <laughs> i recommend unboxing some cheese curds <laughs> rom, 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 rom. <laughs> Oh, there, there we go. There yeah, we go. Oh my gosh, those look so out. good. They smell amazing. <laughs> what All are right. those dipping sauces? Sorry, I'm excited. No, 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 that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we've got some uh, little honey mustard over there oh. and some chipotle ranch. Dang. Chipotle ranch. Yes. Which, which right, one's so that? That's the pink one. Yeah, well, this is definitely the chipotle. The yellow is the other one, yeah. I actually think yeah. the honey mustard is so much better, but definitely go try it. Just try it. Either way. I'll, I'll un uncover try both, but I'm yeah, going nice and steady here. Nice and steady. <laughs> get a big okay. gulp, like one of the big ones, and then just be able oh, to no, take oh, half no. and half. Oh, yeah, that, that, that counts as one. Here. I oh, didn't touch yeah. the rest of it. I didn't touch the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. 
Yes. Hell yeah. Ooh. So James and I had this like conversation before about cheese curds. Don't you Illinois people know what cheese curds are? I do. They're they're squeaky. No, those are not the breaded ones. They're not the squeaky ones. <laughs> I'm sorry. The unbreaded like, ones are squeaky. That, I thought that was the right answer. It's I'm very sorry. Different. I love no, it. I mean, Michelle was talking about it. I don't <laughs> think I knew what cheese curds were. Mm. I mean, I, I guess I knew mm. what they were, but I don't think I had them until maybe eight or nine years ago. Yes. As a full-fledged adult. Mm. Oh, my god. Was it the same for you, or have, okay. have you always been cheese curd adjacent? First time I had cheese curds. These are amazing, by okay, the way. Okay, I'm doing both. Going to Summerfest when I was like... A high schooler. Okay, so it was a Wisconsin thing. In Illinois, I don't think we've had... Yeah, we were... It's like you hit the border and people are like, geez, girls, but not anymore. Not anymore. Not thanks to Michelle. Thanks to Michelle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, They're lightly breaded, Mm -hmm. which I think is important because you you don't lose the taste of the cheese. Uh, I think the Chipotle ranch is really good. It is very good. No, it's very good. Actually, that Chipotle ranch goes on a couple of our sandwiches too, so yeah. I'd smear it on a Sammy. Your Sandos? Couple of our sandos, yes. Mm-hmm. This, but, is, uh, this is kind of cheating. This once again, of... this is gluten free, believe it or not. So gluten free people could actually have breaded cheese curds. Mm. I'm just going to take so, that to mean it's good for me. It, oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the uh, <laughs> the fattiness of the uh, beautiful cheese curds. <laughs> right, this is, like I took the gigantic one. I'm sorry, I feel like a schmuck. That is no, awesome. you shouldn't feel like a schmuck. That's so that great. thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent collection yeah, of cheese Yeah, so right there. being from Wisconsin, <laughs> cheese curds are totally it. And the squeaky cheese, just to make sure, Mike, are, is non-breaded. Right, So right. you can get those, like, at Mars Cheese Castle yeah. and the Broad Stop, you know, places like that. That's what I, that's what, where my first encounter was, was. Oh, really? Mars Cheese Castle. Well, we used to drive up to Kenosha, me and my friends, when we were in high school, when we first got our driver's license, because that's what we did. We drove around, and we got mm-hmm. into mischief. Mm-hmm. That's and, funny. Uh, we were talking about that too, James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think we drove up to Supre- uh, Superb Video to buy like pipes to, uh, well, you know. <laughs> You're a tobacconist. We were, yeah, we were just, uh, we are bored. And sometimes we'd drive down the city and go to Golden Nugget, like, and try and hit all the Golden Nuggets. But, I, lo- I love, I yeah. love, that is funny. I love a good diner. Uh, those are ridiculous. <laughs> They're so good. That's they're addicting. They sure are. I, mean, I realize we're mayo, just eating like. Mayo. Should we wishbone yeah. this one? No, go ahead. <laughs> I realize we're. I realize we're having wishbone? appetizers. One more bite. <laughs> wishbone. Wishbone it. I mean, how do people oh, make it to the entree it. stage? How do they get to the entree I, stage? I guess they have to order everything all at once because. <laughs> I didn't do a very good. Sorry, I'm sorry. These are so good. Like I, I, I can't imagine, like leaving this menu. <laughs> Well, if you think about it, those big booths that we have inside that place, uh-huh. if you bring 10 people, you could do that. You could have the appetizers on the place, and then you can have your sandwiches and dessert. How about mm. that? Oh, my gosh. Th- those are ridiculous. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> All right, so back to Locomotive. There is that new album. We, there are two singles out there. How close are we to the release of the album? Um, we're shooting for my 40th birthday, actually, which is Christmas Day um, this year. And it's a gift to us all? Yeah, um, well, we were going to try and get it out this month, <laughs> and, uh, you know, life happens, and um, we incurred some charges. Me and my me and my wife went on a vacation You deserve for, that. for a wedding that was, like, three years postponed, basically, because sure. of COVID, and within, like, a couple hours of being on the ground in Oakland, we got our, our all of our stuff taken. Oh, oh. God. Yeah. So, I would have probably finished a little bit more of the stuff had we 
not had to like, yeah, it's a big distraction oh boy it was a real <laughs> headache so when we got back i was like all right we took care of that nonsense that was a huge headache but we're okay and uh let's let's figure out what the new timeline is and uh it might come out earlier than that we're just not really uh we're not gonna like just rush it out because yeah. we don't have to you don't, exactly you, know? you don't need to uh so again eris on irving park road uh, some of the cider is pedestrian, which is a dry cider. Yes, mm. that's our apple forward cider. Uh, the blush. Yes, this is going to be the cherries. We use two different types of cherries. So, yes, that's <laughs> yeah. our blush cider. Is that what you had? No, no, no. I just I love cherries, so I got all, like, giddy. Or did you have the two Van Damme Mojo? Actually, no. He had, had the, the berry mint. I had the berry mint. Berry mint, okay. And then you had the, the Van Mojo. This, I did have the, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear Alex say the word straw. Straw oh. bar. Straw barbarella. Barbarella. Straw barbarella. Perfect. Straw barbarella. I did it. Hey, rhubarb hey. and strawberries. It was so good. Artful use of rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the punks with se- which is a semi-sweet cider with pineapple, cherry, and vanilla. I mean, come on. I know mm. it's an upside-down pineapple cake. That's what oh we're looking for. Oh my god! It's the sweetest cider we make at Eris. It's that a, sounds it's a delightful. Treat. It's a treat. That sounds delightful. It is so good. And in February, you can often find it in a bottle with, ta-da, glitter. What? It is glittered cider in a bottle. Yeah, glitter. Yep. glitter. In the cider. <gasps> that just brought Alex back into the conversation. I know, right? See, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, yes. I'm out of my food coma. She's <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> and she's back. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the other band, shall we? There's just there's so much to go through. I've got three sheets of paper here. We're not going to cover it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need to use one of them for a napkin anyways. So. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Bad Candy. Yeah. When So Locomotive has been on the tracks for a while. It's a yeah, you like that? Work, yeah, that's play. pretty good. Um, when did Bad Candy start and why? Oh, my gosh. I'll pass that to Alex. Well... <laughs> Um, so I've always wanted to be uh, the front woman of a rock band. That's been a dream of mine. And I did, you know, kind of folk acoustic stuff for a long time and solo stuff for a long time. And then I did get into a rock band. Um, and actually, I did get kicked out of the rock band <laughs> um, <laughs> because I was too aggressive at a show. But I'm actually a really nice person, but it was like a stalker situation. So anyways, oh, yeah. got she, kicked out of that band. Of Took care of business, did what I needed to do. Um, And then the drummer and I still, like, he never wanted me to be let go like the other two did. And uh, we just kept hanging out, and he became one of my best friends ever. So we started uh, just meeting once a week because we were like, we should be a band. And, like, I didn't even know how to play guitar to drums. Like, I was just the singer before. Like, I can play guitar, but to drums is a whole nother thing. Um, and we just started meeting once a week and it, it's just, again, it's so funny because Mike and I have been good friends and admirers of each other's music for so long. Um, we made a Facebook post, Todd and I, Todd Gutner, the drummer who is wonderful, amazing drummer. Um, and Mike, like we brought in to just jam with us and it was like a no, I was just like, absolutely. And then this other guy Matt Walters who we had run into and just serendipity like serendipity serendipity um so we anyways we we formed a band we just started when was that even it was like two one year Uh, I would say I would say it was like yeah it was probably like around uh, April or May of uh, 2019 and then so 
Todd is somebody that it very much like when would introduce me, he's like, this Mike, he's in like seven bands. And like, I'd be like, smack my head, you know, like, okay, I'm not in seven bands, but that that's funny. A few though. I, I, I have never heard though. that before. And then, uh, so he didn't think I had the time. Um, I was like, I've always wanted to play with Alex. So like, let's, let's make this happen. And we had two guitarists basically, cause Matt Walters is actually a guitar player first. And, uh, so when we all got together, he was like, I'm going to play bass. <laughs> he was just like, he did. He wanted so to like, it. it was, it was, you could just see him like decide, like in that moment, he was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to play, I'm going to grab the bass. Mike, you're, you're going to continue doing what you're doing. Um, cause there was just a very, like an intuitive, uh, organic thing happening with like, as far as like how long I've followed Alex and her songwriting. Mm-hmm. Like I knew kind of, even when she was introducing new songs, like where things were going and had a kind of a good idea of maybe what she wanted to hear. So it's a lot of, uh, collaboration anyway with the, the, the two other dudes. Um, and we just really ultimately always bring it back to Alex is this song going where you want it to go because they're very personal songs for Alex and uh, we just like have big time respect for that and uh, just want to serve the song I just love the fact that it's so different from Locomotive yeah it's like so different like heavier by a mile yeah painting with different (laughs) colors and like I had a band like that before that was was a similar outlet for that like kind of more uh, visceral and like dark Mm -hmm. uh, side of me and uh it's just like really at home at Bad Candy. Well, I, I like the different elements too. I mean, uh, one of the songs, one of the new songs, Empty, I, mean, I hear elements of like shoegaze and it's sludgy and it's crunchy and it's just, you're synthesizing all these different things into <laughs> what you're doing. I mean, it, it sounds really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that means the world to us. I think that Empty sounds like Black Sabbath at the beginning. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's sludgy. But then by the end, you're like, well, I, this is Alex. Like, this like soul laid bare. Like, mm-hmm. this is uh, Alex leaving it all out there when she performs. And uh, I don't know. It's always been that way. So I guess um, that's what made me just gravitate toward it like a magnet. And, and the the song conscience, the, the lead guitar on that is relentless. Yeah, it's very like there's certainly no uh holding back in that band for me like it's I get to really dig in and be aggressive as I want to be rather than with locomotive where I'll I'll maybe hold out a note and just bend the hell out of a note and not be as in your face about it, you know. So and, and Alex's Alex your vocals just you're working within and around the the music of that song. It's just a really nice performance overall. And the production on the, these songs is super tight. Thanks. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was Matt that wanted to do electrical audio. Like There it is. He, he Matt was like, we're going to electrical audio. Again, this is the most Chicago episode I'll do. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Like, did you did you know about electrical audio, Alex, before uh, Matt brought it up? No, this is the first time, actually, with both bands. I've been writing music since I was eight, and I've never had the opportunity to record anything in a studio. And so the, it's been really special, actually, both at the same time, also chaotic <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we both started recording just before BC, before COVID. <laughs> um, and we've been going ever since, and they're, they're both so close to being done, and... 
yeah, Electrical Audio has been a, a wonderful place to work as Rax Tracks also. Yeah, Rax Tracks is where we did all the locomotive stuff, and we wanted to keep that separate. And uh, Electrical Audio has a history of working with, like, weirder, darker, heavier-sounding things. Kind of experimental. There's the Steve bit. Albini lore, and uh, we're, we've been working with Greg Norman over there, who's, like, Steve's uh, second, you know... He's the Spock. Second in command. The Spock to <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. He's a Spock. Yes. He's definitely a Spock. Yes. He's he's goofy and uh, but dry goofy, you know. So like sometimes you're like, I think that was a joke and that was hilarious. I think. I love that. <laughs> Carcon Carne is sponsored by Sopel Solar, S-O-P-E-L Solar.com. Go solar, get a consultation, it's absolutely free. I think there's more in the bag of goodness there is. from yeah. Eris. I just didn't want to crinkle, you know. That sounded like Christmas or something. Like, I think there's more in there. In the bag of goodness. Oh, 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 oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What do you have boy. for us, little boy? Let's see what we got. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, oh fried pickles. Gosh. Fried pickles. Nom noms. There you go. Yes, yeah. I love oh fried God. pickles. A little Toragashi uh, spice on there, so they have a little bit of uh, heat to them. Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Right, Dill pickles. Probably want some of that dipper. And your right? awesome Chipotle ranch again. Yay. There it is. Multi-purpose. Absolutely. Right? You put on a Sammy. You put a little mm. dill chip dip. Go for it. Fried pickles are one of my favorite things uh, Me ever. too. They're me so both. good. Yeah. Oh, these are great. This breading looks so flaky and yummy. Well, what I like about the breading on this and on the curds, Ooh. it's not too much. Mm-hmm. It, like you do, because you know how sometimes when you eat things that are fried, you feel kind of gross afterwards. Like this is just enough. It's probably all that gluten yeah. we usually right. be eating. Could be. That's also gluten free. I'm just like baby. pumping the heck out of gluten free here right now. I'm good with it. I know, right? Mm-hmm. But probably, it is. I love that it's light. I love that it's light. It's mm-hmm. No batter, nothing. It's just you know a light dusting. Mm-hmm. It's also like you would never mm-hmm. eat it and be like, oh, this must be gluten-free. <laughs> it must be. It's not. It but it's so funny how delicious. people talk about it. And then, you know, like, you. I mean, I've had friends that have opened up a, like a gluten-free restaurant and people think that it's just not going to taste good. So I love the fact that even though I'm pumping it on the radio right now or on the podcast, excuse me. This is the new radio. The this new radio. Is. I love this. No, honestly. But when people come to the restaurant, they don't even know. You know, and oh. they eat it and they love it. It's only the people that want to know, is this or is this not <laughs> it? So. Mm-hmm. Want to give your chef a plug? Yeah. So we have uh, Johnny Gerardo right now is our head chef. And uh, Steven Espinosa is his kitchen manager. And they're just doing a really great, fine job, like, putting the things together, especially during this time when everything's all over the board, you know. So, yeah, they're doing a great job with the menus, and we're really excited about it. So I talked about the fact that Eris is in the Old Irving neighborhood. I've got to think, I, I hate dredging up COVID memories. I, I, we're, we've all worked so hard to distance ourselves from, from those awful memories. But I've got to think the neighborhood rallied behind Eris. I mean, they really did. Um, emotionally, financially. Every single which way you can think about it, yes, they did. And one of the things that we noticed too is that during COVID, people were flocking to us for cider. Mm-hmm. Like our cider sales went up. We were doing 50-50, you would say, you know, cider and beer because we're heard as a brewery. But then the minute we closed down, it was 80% cider being sold out the door in howlers and growlers because people wanted to support us. They loved our cider. And there's only a couple of us in the city that make cider. So that's when we decided we're going to make cans and put it in package 
and allow someone like Alex to help us out and sell it at bars and restaurants. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and also someone like Alex that likes to drink it too, right, Alex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I did. Oh, it. we drank it. Shift beers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> we were like, the heiress is back. Yes. I would. We gotta da- have it. I was dancing in the aisle at Trader Joe's when I saw it on the shelf. I was uh, like, Yeah, my girl. Yeah. Yeah, really time, excited about that. Every time I try to dance in the aisle at Trader Joe's, someone's there with their toddler, and the toddler has one of those little carts, and I can't dance past them. Oh, man, toddlers. Just knocking you in the shin. <laughs> boom, boom. Which, on a related note, I, I do a lot of the grocery shopping for my family. Leave the rest of the family at home. Let's, when it comes to grocery shopping, let's get in, let's get out. Let's, let's, get, let's get out. Let's, let's not waste time. Let's not create roadblocks. Let's keep those aisles moving. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say this. Eris is kids-friendly, so don't leave him at home. I, Bring him to Eris. Right. I, I'm kid-friendly, <laughs> too. I'm just saying for grocery shopping purposes. Oh, you know what? Actually, you know what's worse than the small children at grocery shop? The uh, the couples. Like, the new couples who are dating, <laughs> and you're, you're watching them go through all the items on the shelf, trying to pick out what they're going to make for dinner. It's adorable, but also, they're just getting in the way. I, I, just, I need to get my... I got my, my tahini. I got a place to be. I gotta yeah. go film this podcast. I gotta wire That's up the right. car. Come on, I move it along. I gotta wire up home. the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a government job. All right. So, in summary, in conclusion, team, uh, Eris, the address on Irving Park is forty-two forty West Irving Park Road. Come for the cider, come for the beer, stay for the delicious food. This was wonderful. Oh, yeah, absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love it. Thank you for your hospitality. It really wonderful stuff. As far as the bands go, let, let's uh, let's go in the order we started with. Local Motive, new album on the way. Maybe Christmas, maybe sooner. We don't maybe know. Maybe sooner. Yeah, uh, we were actually toying with the idea of dripping uh, out a couple more of the singles as they get done. I've been dripping singles all night. Right, right. Dripping some singles, <laughs> but I have an antibiotic now, so I think I'll be okay. There's like a oh there's God. a clock. <laughs> Oh, this is a good chance. Post COVID, here we go, folks. This it's is a okay. good chance we might put something out in September, uh, just for um, the fact that there's these three songs that are finished that are kind of like the uh, the next chapter in it, where it's like kind of if somebody goes through grief, sometimes they get caught up in this like next phase where they're like trying to escape dealing with it, where it's like lust or it's like drugs and alcohol or whatever, just. Filling the, ha- filling the void just filling the void and being numb so there's three songs that we're super pumped about uh two of which are songs that came out on grams but with a totally different ensemble so we've given them a different oh, wow. treatment and they're like actually supposed to be like ghosts of it's 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 a little deeper than i i can go into right now in a few minutes but ultimately that's going to come out um in september that's the hope and then uh the full th- shebang slice of life all its song siblings with a special tribute to sam cook uh we've got a song on there called sam cookbook which <laughs> it just like it kind of dovetails with what you were talking about at the top uh-huh. of the episode bad candy however uh we are definitely releasing a song on august 26th nice um it's called regret i'll have alex kind of talk just a, a little bit about that where are we playing alex um, so we are playing on August 26th at the Golden Dagger, um, which is really special to us because our first show ever was there, but it, it was, was the Tonic, the tonic Room, room yeah. Yeah, right. back then. Um, wonderful what they've done to that place. It's so awesome. We love performing there. Um, yeah, and regret, uh, like we're really excited. to. Re- we have two songs coming up that we're releasing um, in 
kind of uh, a Domestic Violence Awareness Month is coming up in October. So both of these songs that are coming out, uh, Karma is the, the next one after Regret. Um, and it's about what I kind of went through uh, as a survivor of domestic violence. So we're really excited to share that and do some fundraising for Sarah's Inn, which is an organization that helps people who have been through and family members who know someone who have been through domestic violence. It's great work. That's for awesome. sure. And let me know when you have everything ready to go and I'll share. And Yeah, we would love that. Thank that you. would be Thank awesome. You. Thank you. For sure. Yeah, it's going to be so great to share that stuff with you because one important note to add about karma which is coming out in october uh the line that she repeats in it that i think just kind of gives you the tone is like hey man if karma doesn't get you i'm gonna hunt you down <laughs> wow I love it. So, yeah. I'm aggressive. I'm yeah. very yeah. excited for this. So, if you've never heard bad candy, that gives you that kind of the vibe, okay? This is right so. up my alley, honestly. <laughs> I love this. This awesome. is great. I knew this was going to be a good show. I, I thank you all for doing this. Oh, Michelle, Alex, pleasure. Mike. This was super fun. Uh, great conversation, great music, great food, great cider and beer across the street. Harris? Great host. Thank you. No, it's great, great. You're such a great host. Good night all around. All right. If you are watching this or listening to this and you think this is okay, please tell a friend. That's how this whole podcasting thing works. Uh, share, talk about it, let other people know that this is happening. And it's, I'd say, nine times out of ten, very Chicago, hyper-local focus. So if you live in the area, city, suburbs, come on back. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. Yes, absolutely.